Why, hey there. My name is Darcy Jeremy, and you are listening to the 100th episode of the Business of Ergonomics podcast. On today's show, I'm revealing the top four mistakes that I made when I got started with digital marketing, my expertise, and I'm sharing them so you don't make the same mistakes I did. Welcome to the Business of Ergonomics podcast. I'm your host, Darcy Jeremy. I'm a board-certified professional ergonomist with over 15 years of experience delivering ergonomics programs to employers of all different types. In this podcast, I share what other healthcare professionals are already doing and being with ergonomics assessments and how to land those clients that you dream of. Without further ado, let's jump into this episode right now. I was actually inspired to put this episode together from a conversation that I was having last week on uh, LinkedIn, where we got into this idea that this person wanted to leave their nine to five eventually to start their own ergonomics consulting business. And that's a dream. And I reminisced to myself that I was in that situation not that long ago where I wanted to maybe someday, one day, start my ergonomics consulting biz. But to be honest, I was very comfortable in corporate. It wasn't until, of course, I had the birth of my first child that I considered this as an option. And doing things for our ergonomics consulting biz is completely different than being an employee at corporate. Many ergonomics consultants struggle with finding customers. Accelerate the Business of Ergonomics gives you the step-by-step process, the resources, and community support so that you can reach more customers for your business. And the trick here is that if you have the step-by-step marketing, the process, The only thing that you need to do is execute in this marketing plan and do your normal, amazing ergonomic service execution. So on March 17th, 2022, I'm hosting a three-part live training series that is geared to go one step above, well, Let's up that one step and go for 10 steps above what I'm going to be revealing to you in today's podcast. Sign up to ergonomicshelp.com slash three underscore part underscore training. Save your spot. There is going to be major clarity, major tips, major time-saving tactics that you can put into place in your business to get you faster results, especially if you are considering starting your ergonomics consulting biz in the future. Imagine knowing all the pieces of what it takes to get started so that when you're ready, you can just pull that trigger and get going. On that note, let's jump into this podcast. I'm going to be sharing four things that I wish I had done differently that I just knew of that I changed the timeline on that would have got me faster results and actually led to me wasting a lot of time. The first thing I want to talk about is 
planting the seeds with companies and building the network before I officially started out on my own. And this has to do with it took way more time than I could have ever thought to get my first client for ergonomics consulting. Way longer. And I didn't have a plan. I didn't have a system. And I wasn't consistent. If I had started before I needed to get that first client, if I had networked, if I had built relationships and let people know that I offered this service when I was actually ready to start finding customers, I could have just made an offer to the relationships that I was building and let them know that the company had officially, officially launched. And where I see the opportunity here from the various Accelerate members is that many people are adding ergonomic services to what they're already doing as deliverables. So they have this client list that I never had because I was an in-house ergonomics consultant. That was the last thing that I did prior to starting my own business. So if you're already an independent clinic owner, an independent consultant, and you're merely adding ergonomic services, the first thing that you can do here is just let your clients know via social media, newsletter, emails, face-to-face or a phone call that you are adding ergonomic services and you are open for business. That works so well. The next thing that I want to reveal to you that I had wish I had known months and months before, and this is the one of the biggest mistakes that I made when I first started, is capturing emails. What do I mean with capturing emails? Well, this is really about a bigger picture view of how we relate to the outside world. Of course, we have this expertise, but we need a system, a client relationship management system, CRM for short, that allows us to collect emails of people who are interested in what we have to say so we can keep in touch. Big picture is that we bring in these leads, they're hot leads if they sign up to your email list. We can nurture that relationship, eventually selling them our services. Why else would they be on our website, on our blog, reading our posts if they don't think that we can provide value to them? The way that I learned this was not the greatest way. Some folks I have had on my website and been subscribers for many, many years. It was the year 2016 when I started. I had listened to some podcasts and I thought, well, based on the podcast that I had listened to at the time, that blogging was the way to build that know, like, and trust factor, to get people interested, to get them lined up with their credit cards 
in their hands, ready to buy my services when I offer them. So I thought I'll set the stage. I will blog every single day. I did this for a very long time. And I wish I could show you what my old website looked like and, well, first of all, how great my writing became after I wrote every day for a very long time. My writing surprisingly drastically improved. Prior to doing that, I was not a talented writer. But it took me an incredibly long time to realize that I was missing opportunity. If I had developed a sales system, and I'm using sales system for a fancy word, but really it's just collecting emails. I I mentioned the word client relationship management system, and that's a way that you can get in touch with people. So the reason why this is important is that if you publish the best content on social media, or even if you write the best blog posts that have has ever been written in the history of the world of ergonomics, and it's brilliant. It's exactly what your ideal client needed. But if there's no way for them to stay connected with you, then they will move on in their lives. And that's human nature. It's nothing personal. It's that the world is incredibly noisy right now. And each and every one of us, we have so many things on our plate. And that's where the sales system, the client relationship manage program comes into place. We want to collect the attention of the people on our site and offer them something of value they want to exchange their email for. And that point too, once you are building your email list, it's also really important to be consistently emailing your clients. And when I was first starting back 2016, so I think I I got my email management system back in 2017 or later 2016, I was incredibly hesitant to email the people who joined my email list because I didn't want to seem annoying to them. And this isn't something that I think is unique to me. I've heard from other ergonomics consultants that they are hesitant to do the same for the same reasons. However, when I bring it back to what the gurus are saying with email management. First of all, how do we know that we're annoying to the people that are receiving our emails? That's the first question I want to ask. How do we really know? Second of all, if we're solving our customer's problem and we're adding value, we can be sending an email every day. And that's in addition to an announcement email when you have a new blog post or other social media or another announcement that your ideal clients need to know about. So there are many opportunities to stay in touch. And if 
they're not going to open your emails, if they're going to unsubscribe, well, you know what? They were probably not going to buy from you in the first place. So there's one way to look at that, that they are saving you time. So all of this goes back to the idea of capturing emails at the very beginning, offering the people who read your blog or who jump on your website something of value in exchange for an email list. And then emailing those people on a consistent basis and offering value. Number three, what I want to talk about is my sales funnel. I wish I had the hindsight when I first started to plan out how I was going to get paid instead of being a broke blogger. As I mentioned, it can take some time to develop traction. Going back to number one, I wish I had developed relationships before I launched my business. And in this one, I wish that I had time, spent some time and invested time in developing how I was going to transition people who just visited my website to being a paid customer. Instead of doing that and working out the sales system, I wrote a blog every day for a very long time. If I had just scaled that back and added a little dabble of email management, of making a sales page, of transitioning that, writing some email copy, making offers, and doing that more often, then I would have made much more and served many more people in my world. And I, I didn't do that. So I, I hope you got something from that. Plan out your sales funnel prior to just developing content and pumping up content all the time because you need that back end to support you curating, producing content. That's how it works. Then next, what I want to say is wasting time on a website, okay? Now, wasting time on the website, this is number four, wasting time on the website. What do I mean by this? Well, what can happen, and this is not 100%, is that when we want our website to be perfect, we can actually be using that as a procrastination tool. I understand that you want to learn the process, make something that represents what you do in a way that's going to benefit your business. However, I want you to also keep in mind that we have to be generating income and revenue for our businesses. And it's very, very easy for the scope of an online business portal when you get experts to come in and give you their two cents for the scope of that to creep so that it's big. And if you've made this big system of selling 
before you've ever actually made one sale or you know who you're serving, if it's a a business-to-business or a business-to-consumer type of model that you want to represent, then the whole infrastructure of how you represent your business may end up changing significantly over time when you realize who you really want to serve. And that's what happened to me. Of course, I want you to wireframe your website out before you get started so you're not making expensive, time-consuming changes later. But even bigger than that, yes, wireframe. But if we can keep it simple, keep the website simple, take action, realize who you want to serve. And once you have a better idea, then expand the scope. We can keep a simple website that can still share who you are, can still capture leads, can still have a lead magnet. So a lead magnet is when you offer a offer something of value that your ideal client would want in exchange for an email. You can have all of these components to show that you're an expert, that you can be liked and you can be trusted on a simple website. Then we can get real, we can serve our customers, we can get traction, we can get revenue, we can charge those prices that we all know that we can charge because we are experts and we have something of value that we offer. Whether what that looks like at the end is totally up to you, but getting started. So there you go, my friends, for the 100th episode. Those are the four things that I wish I did differently when I first started my online presence Back in 2016, oh my gosh, I wish that I had plant seeds prior to officially launching my business. I wish I captured emails when I first started. I wish I had planned out my sales funnel so that I didn't have to stay broke and I could make revenue. And I wish that I didn't waste time on a website and getting that all tricked up before that, before that I didn't realize who I was serving. Those are all big time wasters. And if you implement at least a couple of those things, I bet you're going to be getting some amazing results. And I would love to know those results if you even implement one of these, or if I got you to think of something a little bit different. Let me know. Like I mentioned, I had a conversation on LinkedIn and that inspired me to do this 100th episode the way that it went down today. If you want to chat, reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm always willing to chat. One last thing. Many ergonomics consultants struggle with finding customers, even though we have an in-demand service and we're experts in our field. Accelerate the Business of Ergonomics gives you the step-by-step process, the resources, and the community to support you so that you can reach customers and reach more customers 
for your business. It gives you the complete step-by-step marketing guide so that your only concern is executing the marketing plan and doing your amazing ergonomic skill set in assessments. And be sure to head to ergonomicshelp.com slash three underscore part underscore training. This information is going to be in the show notes. So make sure that you head there too and sign up because on March the 17th, I'm going to be revealing a three-part live training session that's starting, like I said, on March 17th, that goes over what parts of a marketing system that you need so that you can get the attention of your ideal clients out there. And there's so many things that we're going to be going over that builds upon these issues, shall I say, these mistakes, shall I say, of what I made when I first started digitally marketing my business. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I very much enjoy spending time with you, listening to the comments that I receive about the podcast, and sharing my insights about the ergonomics industry. I can't wait for the next 100 episodes. Until then, my friends, have a great day and chat soon.